This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Yes. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, we're back. Episode 131 of Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Biggity, biggity, biggity back. Yo, uh, I'm Ian Reese. And I'm Kevin Deers. And Ryan the Beard is... Oh, I'm Brian the Beard. I'm Brian the Beard. I can't hear you through that facial riffs. hair. I got riffs, man. I'm in a band called Pound. <laughs> Yo, no, we're no, back, For dude. real, though. It's been a hot minute. Uh, we've been absent... For no other reason that we've just been doing so many interviews, man. Yeah. Especially I would, for painting the grass. Dude, so many good interviews. I would suggest if you're on our feed right now, you, you need to go back. And uh, once you're done with this one, of course, don't click pause on this one because we, we have a lot of good stuff to get to tonight. But uh, go back and listen to our interview with uh, Gojira, our interview with Behemoth, our interview with Slipknot. Uh, dude. And, uh, Los Estelar, I think we, and yeah. there was, uh... Los Estelar, who actually just played their first show. Was this also, the, the All Out War one might have been in yeah. between? Yeah, Mike Score, definitely yeah. from All Out War. Uh, cool. Great little interview there, too, so. Yeah. So what's up? We're back. What's going on, dude? Yo, so today... Oh, well, you know what? First of all, like, I just want to, uh, acknowledge something that I think you and I forget about, because we've been so absent for a while. Uh, tomorrow and this week... Uh, first day of school, man. That's true. First day of school back for all the all the kids, and for a lot of uh, grown ass folks too who are going back to school. So yeah, I think college tends to be it's toward the end later. of September. Yeah, yeah. But for real though, there are a lot of people going back to school and stuff, and a lot of people in high school listening. So uh, yeah, the drummer of my band's a history teacher. Oh, nice. And uh, just today. I uh, met up with one of my old high school teachers yes. uh, from when I went to the kids' school district. Wow. I don't Shout need to out mention, KSD. Yeah, don't need to mention which school or who it was. But he came over to pick up some greenery today. Nice. So that he was like, hey, school starts tomorrow, dude. Wow. I need some help, man. So uh, shout out to him, but you know what? Um, before we launch into uh, like anything else, what I did uh, one eye-opening uh, moment of the con- like uh, we we hung out for maybe like an hour. Yeah, when he was over there because I hadn't seen him for a while, obviously. And uh, he was telling me because uh, I was asking him because we used to have like remember uh, talent shows, yeah, of and course. stuff like that where like uh, there'd be bands, or, yeah. like, of any variety, really. I did a Seven Dust cover. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about, and like. There were bands that were doing like I don't know the starting line, you know, like yeah. when I was in high school, pop punk and like there was an uh, there was a section of like underground heavy music fans that was also she- sectioned out, kind of like we have here. So there were like the new metal Slipknot kids that would hang out together. What was that band that we used to play Club Impact? The guy they used to wear uh, like uh, yeah, and the guy made someone drink his puke or something. Oh drink his no, pee? we're talking about uh, yes, that was. Um, uh, they used to wear bear suits. Yeah, that was dude from Czar. That was Doug. Doug that played in in no. Uh, what's either Czar? What was the band? Anyway, puddle, uh, puddle mud. No, it was mud. 
Damn it! I know. I'm sorry. And now we've lost all of our listeners. But the point of the matter is, Muddlehead, Muddlehead, Muddlehead. There it is. I can't believe I just remembered Muddlehead. What's up, Doug? What's up, Tony? Kent Ridge, Muddlehead. That makes me happy. I remember Muddlehead. And so uh, (laughs) I was, I was talking to him, and he was shout out Muddlehead. I was like, hey. Sin- sincerely, uh, you know, do, are there like any bands? He was like, "There's no bands, no, no kids." He said there was no one likes to play instruments was, anymore. Oh, metalhead! Like two years ago, and he did like a, a teacher conference with him, and he was like, "Yo, his dad was just a major old school metalhead." Yeah, which explains a lot. But he was like, "Dude, there aren't really that many like, whether they're punk rockers." Or like no one uh, likes live rock instruments. He was like, "Yo, there are a couple kids that make beats." Yeah, that's cool. And but went, like, okay. for real, I mean, I, cool. It's you dying. know. And so he was just like, <laughs> "Yeah," and I was like, "What's the deal?" And he just said, "They're just all on their phones, man." Yeah. And I officially went. God damn, we're old because uh, we. I reiterated the story of my first cell phone that was the size literally of a brick. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even fit it in my pocket. We weren't even allowed to bring phones to school uh, when when I was in high school. I didn't have a phone in high school at all. I didn't have a phone I, till college. My phone was like a leash yeah. from my parents. You know? So it was like the uh, that old classic like comedy like snake movie scene on it. where they're like, oh, everybody, everybody calm down. Mom's calling. Dad's calling. Everybody have to go, shh, 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 shh. Right. And in the back, you'd be like. Hello? Hello? And then some dickhead in the background would go, <laughs> nice. Yo, where are we at? <laughs> Ian, where are you? You said you were at the library. So uh, it was just a weird full circle moment. <laughs> today Man, everyone's on their phones. Speaking so. of that, I'm on my phone. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, but shout out to... Uh, uh, everybody going back to school, man. It's uh, it's the end of August right now, so the next time you'll hear from me, it's going to be in September somewhere. So, so how you been, man? How you how you been the last few weeks? I've been a, I've been doing all right. Uh, just kind of hanging out, growing my pumpkins. Yes, <laughs> nice pumpkins, so dude. Yeah, yes, my pumpkins, dude. man. They're getting large and bulbous. Bulbousy pumpkins. My pumpkins, they're bulbous. Last week, I got to announce uh, for for New Japan Pro Wrestling Dude, in mind blowing experience. Uh, they invaded the Northwest. So, g- get this: out of all of the places on the West Coast to 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 uh, sh- to do a show, New Japan Pro Wrestling chose Tacoma, San Francisco, and L.A. That is wow. a complete sign that that the Northwest is Cheers. blowing up in the wrestling world. There's so, something going on. Yeah. I'm wearing a Jushin Thunder Liger t-shirt right now. He was doing his farewell tour. So Was that a two-day? It was a two-day thing, It was a two-day. So yeah. it was a New Japan show the first night, and it was like authentic Japanese commentary, Japanese announcement, Japanese wow. everything. And the second night was Defy with some New Japan talent. So, did you get to meet uh, any... Did you get to speak with any of the Japanese oh, announcers? Oh, yeah. Or like- I mean, I uh, yeah, I got to read this... Uh, basically... They had me read uh, this script that said, do not take any video, but but you can take photographs. But you said it in Japanese? No, said it in oh, English. Okay, That's okay, the okay, only okay. thing they wanted said in English. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, I got to meet some of the wrestlers. Obviously, we, you bow to them, kind of, and, and just say, like, thank you. And, um, right. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. Got to meet uh, Katsuyori awesome. Shibata. Uh, that guy is a beast. A couple years ago, he had a... a uh, career-ending injury from a shoot, like, legit headbutt. 
that he that oh. made his brain bleed, and they actually had to take out. You can if you watch the video on New Japan Network, it actually you can hear it, oh. and it, you can hear his brain cracking, and uh, they actually had to take out part of his brain and his skull. Take the skull so his yeah. brain wouldn't swell. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, he's uh, damn dude. He's just a trainer now. Yeah, <laughs> but I got to meet him. Got to take a picture. But yeah, it was a pretty cool experience, man. Um, I know your band is uh, is probably getting ready for this thing uh, right in front of me Tuesday, oh, yeah. September twenty fourth. Hey, Thumb fast. You know what? Let's do this first because it's been a little while. All right. Oh yeah! Entering the news realm. Yeah, we talked enough about our own stupid lives, and well, actually, our lives. Kevin's life is pretty tight right now. Mine's a hey, little. Hey, you got boring. some pumpkins? Hey, I got hey, quote unquote pumpkins. They're bulbous. <laughs> Be smashing them things. Hey, so let's talk about Thumbfest, man. Yeah, so Pound, I mean, they're doing big things. Obviously, anywhere you click on the internet these days, Pound's name uh, comes up. They're they're going to be going out on tour with uh, what was the band called? Uh, number twelve. Looks number like twelve. You. One of the biggest, like, kind of spazzy, grindy yeah. uh, bands. And they're on the way out. They're going to be touring out to the west east coast, and they're uh, they're throwing a tour kickoff show, and it is a a huge fest. Nacho Mama's tamales will be provided. Yeah. Food. I'm looking at this right here. It's Tuesday. I got this. September poster. 24th. Ooh, you got an actual yeah. legit poster in yeah. front of you. Tuesday, September 24th at the substation, kind of Fremont, Ballard area. Why don't you read uh, read the bands? All right. So we'll start uh, not at the bottom, so to speak, but uh, at the beginning. So okay. We got Infidel the Tech, The Bitter, yeah. City of Industry, X Roar X. And that's where. I don't really know any of those bands. So I, the I'm, bitter is kind of rap ish. They are like okay. kind of r- hip hop stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Hip-hop and then we rap. got Sorcia. Uh, my trash ass band Loud Sleepers is playing. Uh, we got the. How do you pronounce this? Therapy. Yeah, therapy. They're from. Therapy? Uh, they're, they actually <laughs> toured with uh, with uh, Pound, and they're from Spokane. Okay, cool. And then Czar from yeah. Tacoma's playing. Ancestors of God, our friends, obviously. Uh, two Clicks also from Spokane. And, of course, no, Pound. No, Two Clicks is Seattle, dude. Are they? T- yeah. Are they? That's Big Nick from El Corazon. No yep, way. He sings for them. They're kind of uh, like, uh, like a beatdown mixed with Slipknot. <laughs> Sounds it's perfect. Straight up new metal, uh, so, metalcore. I think the idea behind this, is, and let's uh, let's not mince words here. This is the Pound Tour kickoff. Show, oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And so Ryan, in all of his genius and the show booking mastery, was like, yo, let's get everybody from every scene. All the homies. <laughs> let's bring everyone out. These are all homies. So we bands. can make some money before we hit the road. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, but, yeah, but rightfully it, so. It's also like it's cool Hell because yeah. he kind of mentioned it. Um, you remember like back when you were first going to shows and there would be a ska band and a rock band and a punk band and a right. metal band. Hell it was yeah. just like the, maybe back then the scene was too small to really divide. And he kind of wants to uh, have like a throwback to those days. These days shows are so, you know, divided by genres. You know, you right. could go to a show and it's all metalcore bands that sound like they're from the 90s or it's all death metal bands or it's all doom metal bands. And it's nice to see, I mean, Ancestors of God, super heavy stuff, Czar, some spazzy stuff. You guys are more like, like the 90s melodic, emo yeah, revival, yeah. Kind of pop punkish. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Pound was just mind blowing just And then we got some hip hop cats, we exactly. got some, you know, other weird metal stuff. So again, Pound Fest. Thumb Fest. Yes, yeah, sorry. AKA Pound It Fest. is Pound <laughs> Fest. And I want to see you there, Zach Kesterson. Yeah. We'll see you there, Zach. Same with you, Tim Berkeley. 
Oh, snap. Uh, let's talk about Iron Maiden, man. Oh, yeah. Coming up this week, or next week, this week, yeah. next week, next Thursday. September 5th, man, next Thursday. Uh, I mean, is there really much that needs to be said? Other than this? get your damn ticket before yeah. it sells out. Uh, and I've seen people that were looking, and uh, I'm not sure how available those some of those pit area tickets are. So I know we're at... Uh, I'm sorry, we're not at White River Amphitheater for nope. this one. Tacoma Dome. Tacoma Dome. So... Uh, you can if you want if you want to get in the pit and try and love somebody, you better get those tickets like right now because uh, they're selling out quick. So that's Thursday, September fifth. We'll see you guys there. Shout out to our friends in the band Un Monty, of course. Uh, they are going to be going. Un is going to be going on tour with Chemist. This is going to be a super heavy, awesome show. They're going to be uh, starting on the uh, December sixth in Salt Lake City, uh, kind of where Chemist is from. They're actually going to be playing Seattle at the Highline for a twenty-one and over show on December eighth. Again, that's Chemist, who's a recent signing to Nuclear Blast Records nice. and Un. So, yo, I got a, a good one. West Coast Desolation Tour, twenty nineteen. Uh, I got a tip my cap to any like band or set of bands that tries to tour in December especially from like Salt Lake City yeah. area and that means they that means they know though they so got to go through the hell zone they're rolling with those studded tires or some chains or something cuz they've probably I'm sure they've done it before oh, especially yeah. for, for if they're from Salt Lake mm-hmm. and at this point in their their life cycle I would assume that those guys are a little bit older and so they they've seen it and they've been there so hats off to that yo uh, do 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 rings of Saturn. They're coming back uh, here in October, and that's the other thing is like almost all of the tour announcements that we're going to be doing from here until the end of the year. Uh, they're going to be doing it in fall, late fall into early winter. So uh, rings of Saturn coming back October twentieth at El Corazon, Enterprise Earth, Angel Maker, Brand of Sacrifice. If you're into that guitar porny, weedily weedily uh, smash your face with a breakdown stuff. Uh, Rings of Saturn, man, October 20th. That's going to be in support of their new album, Get Him, which actually uh, our friend Lord Marco played drums on. So. <laughs> Damn. Lord Marco, probably in 75 bands, and you can At add least. this one to the list. Yeah. Another tour coming through. This was a huge one. Big announcement just today, and we're, we're talking here uh, about cattle decapitation. They're going to be coming to one of the most iconic Northwest venues, the Showbox, and it's going to be with Atheist, Full of Hell, Primitive Man, Author and Punisher, and Vitriol. Of course, we don't really know which of those bands, but we are sure that Atheist and Vitriol are going to be playing the Northwest date. So uh, that is going to be December, let's see here, December 17th at the Showbox. And You know, the Cattle Decap has been on this run where they, they come back in the late fall and uh, like winter every year. Same same time of the year, every year. You can almost like put money in the bank that Cattle Decap's going to be here late October or somewhere in there. And you and your girlfriend's first yes. date yes. was a Cattle Decap exactly. show. Oh, that's when you know it's true love. Uh, dude, King hey, Diamond. Hey, and Atheist, that's one of her favorite bands. You know what? And and so is Cattle Decap. Yes. So, yo, King Diamond. Let's talk. Okay, so. King Diamond! This, uh, arguably, sincerely, is one of the biggest tour announcements that we've seen in quite some time. Aside from, you know, like, any of the big festivals, like either Pain in the Grass or Mayhem Fest in the past, or like you know the the final Slayer run, but stuff this is like, like that. A, just a solo show, right? It's a solo show, but it's it's not just him p- coming to play town. They also announced that they're putting out a new record. Yeah, dude. And yeah, this is dude. really really awesome. So what did he? Say? Okay, so King Diamond, just about the album, and this is a direct quote. For reasons unknown to you, 
it is clear that you have no way of making it to, quote, the Institute on your own at this point. Therefore, Ooh. we will bring the Institute to you. You don't want to miss this special opportunity for treatment. Only we can give you. It could be for your own good, you know. So Spooky. Uh, you know, I... You, I, you saw King Diamond when he, he played at the Moor, right? Yes. That was incredible. And the, at Mayhem Fest also. The uh, Mayhem Fest was awesome, I, but, but when it was yeah. in a theater and it was just like the stage, the theatrics, it was like, it, and it was a, when it was at uh, the White River, it was cool, but it wasn't quite dark enough. Yeah, that's when it's exactly at the Moor, right. it's dark, the it's mood is right, and, creepy. and this show's going to be at the Paramount. Uh, tickets are available now, and I guarantee you this show's going to sell out. Oh, yeah. It is uh, available now. Tickets are available now. So November 25th, uh, Metal Shop is presenting this show. So we will have tickets in the next, uh, you know, month or so for this. Look at that. Uh, so, okay. So and it's with Uncle Ass and the Deadbeats and no, Idle Hands. Jeez. Yeah, dude. So Nove- like November 25th, the date itself always reminds me of Thanksgiving because so many times in my life, November 25th is always landing on that. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving is the third uh, Thursday of every November. Yeah. So Thanksgiving this year is actually going to be on November 15th. Really? So it's going to be a whole 10 days after Thanksgiving. So I'm going to bring my rancid mashed potato uh, turkey cranberry sandwich. I'm in. thankful. Yeah. Put it in your pocket. Yeah, I'll put it in my pocket. There you I'll, go. I, like fill my pocket full of tater tots. Our homies in Gate Creeper are coming back, uh, and this one is going to be with Exhumed, and who else is going to be on this one? Dude, there's so many. Necrot, like, Judiciary, yeah. Exhumed, and this one is actually going to be at uh, at Substation, the yeah. same place that uh, Pound's Thumb Fest is going to be. So their new album is called Deserted, coming out October 4th on Relapse. Very uh, cool that they're calling it Deserted, because they're from the desert yep. of Arizona. So. Hey. Uh, I do want to, like, just briefly, like, uh, issue out just uh, how proud I am of the substation cats. Because, like, uh, in my old band, we used to practice at that at that practice space right there that they owned for, like, two or three years before they finally got the rights and the lease to open up the actual venue. Yeah. And it's got a full bar. Do full mm-hmm. bar. There's food right around the corner. Yep. There's so much good food right there on Larry. If you haven't been to the substation yet, um, I think this show that we're talking about is going to be, one, like, because they've had a few that have put them on the map. Oh, yeah. But, dude, they're, this is going to, like, really legitimize. They, they got a helmet show, dude. Yeah, exactly. Helmet, and it sold out, like, instantly. So it's the, uh, the substation in Ballard, and it's one of those things where, like, we just got to say the name a few times. Substation. substation. And people will remember it, and yep. they'll be like, oh, I've heard of that somewhere. And there's so, a really cool uh, barcade right down the street. Yes. There's a couple of them. Yep. Yeah, pinball, yeah, stuff. Hey, the day before my birthday. Uh-oh. March 29th in Seattle. I didn't even realize that. This is like your dream yeah. lineup. This is <laughs> like mean, Ian Fest. It's not my dream lineup. I but mean, man, who, it's a what, pretty what goddamn good put lineup. Put Inflamed Clayman area on there? I mean, era on there? the what? thing is, it's on a Sunday, so that means the Seahawks are probably playing. Uh, so, oh, yeah, I know. You know what? That's okay. Insomnium coming back. You can put back. that on your cell phone. It'll probably be playing in the bar. Well, it, I don't. I don't know. It's. I don't know if they even have TVs in there. Uh, oh, they do. But you know, I'm a hacker. I'm a hacker, bro. There you go. So uh, anyway, Insomnium coming back to Seattle. Uh, you know, I love me some Melodeath with Omnium Gatherum, the and other band that you love so Insomnium much. Insomnium Omnium. Gatherum. Isn't this the same guy? Like, isn't one of the guys yes. from? He's <laughs> yeah, gonna have to play yeah. two sets in a row. Yeah. So that's uh. You know, hats off to him too, because that's a money, <laughs> that's a money thing too. So good for him. But that's uh, that's a Sunday, 
uh, March 29th. And Insomnium has a new record coming out. Yes, and it's really good. That song, Valediction, Yeah, I really like I listened to it like three or four times more this week after we played it uh, last week on Battle Shop. It holds up, man. Heart Like a Grave, due out October 4th. Dude, speaking of new albums, oh, sorry. Uh, Yeah, so you did mention the 29th. Speaking of new albums, so I was at Target the other day. Shout out Target. (laughs) And uh, I saw they have a Knocked Loose CD for $8. And it was like, I was like, wait, what the hell? It was like right next to all the Taylor Swift stuff. Wait, they still sell CDs, first of all. I was like, Knocked Loose? And and it had our friend Emma from Portland. It said her name on a CD in in Target. Dude, did you get a picture? I don't. I didn't get a picture, but it's like Kill Switch Engage, Knock Loose, and then a bunch of pop CDs. I was like, that band is wow. probably the biggest. Well, they definitely are the biggest hardcore band in the world right now. Do you want to jump to that story? Knock Loose? Yeah, no, you know, you were talking about the top. Uh, you know, what are they? Oh the, yeah, the yeah, top hundred album hardcore. Well, let's album? get to that at All the right, end. Cool. Let's so, get to that. At yeah, the that's end. called a tease. Oh, that's called a tease. Sounds like uh, you've been listening to the men's room. <laughs> you know. Uh, we work here. We worked here for a goddamn yep. decade. So, but you know what? Uh, we will shout out uh, Emma because uh, she sings for a band called Dying Wish, and they're going to be going out on a tour with Counterparts, Straight from the Path, and Chamber, along with uh, Varials. That's going to be starting in Los Angeles on October twenty fourth. But uh, it's they're actually Seattle on Halloween on Halloween, which by the way is on a Thursday night this year. Yeah. So uh, get get heavy. Go see Dying Wish. Uh, Emma, you know, we, we just mentioned she does uh, guest vocals on the new Knock Loose album, which is a cool little tie-in there. Like a little transitions. It's a tease. Yep, exactly. It's a segue. And dude, uh-huh. this next last tour announcement, come on, Ian. Dude, give it to me. Morbid give it to Angel me. and Watane. We're getting satanic up in this biatch. Incantation. Incantation. That is a very... Loud, very evil, very awesome tour. I feel like we haven't said f- enough times this episode either. Say it. F- okay, cool. Just wanted to get that uh, into your bleep bleep system in case it's been a while. Incantation, Watain, Morbid Angel. Coming back. What's the date? Do 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 do. Meryl. Uh, sorry, dude. Uh, let me see. December. It's not on. <laughs> No, it is. It's no, December second. It December second. I was sitting here going, "Wait a second, we just built that up." And they weren't playing. No, they're coming here. So it's a Monday. It's a Monday night, December second. Another winter tour, man. It's just gonna start getting cold out there. I got not not here because it's gonna be uh, what we call hashtag nuts to butts. Yes, yeah. dude. Speaking of nuts to butts, I gotta throw this in there. I know we didn't prep with this one, but uh, I did uh, recently see that Decibel Magazine presents the Metal and Beer Fest Los Angeles 2019, and they finally just they uh, officially added all the bands. Get this, Possessed. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. It's December 13th and 14th at the Observatory in Orange County. Possessed, Carcass, Nails, Violence, Cadaver. <laughs> Gate Creeper, Zabulba, Intronaut, Spirit Adrift, Evoken, Visigoth, Graf Orlock. That's an awesome wow, tour. Oh, dude. That's an awesome show. And it's two days, and they also have beers from Modern Times, Brimming Horn, Society, Wake, Three Weavers, uh, Hoof Hearted, Stone, in Barry, LA. Three Floyds. Yeah, it's in Orange County. It's actually where Nate uh, okay. from Zabulba works. Oh, funny how the that works. Wonder so. how that is. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, uh, can uh, my man jump on that? What's good?" All right. That's awesome. Hey, uh, let's bring that stuff up to Seattle every once in a Come while. On. 
Uh, so our homie Keith Merrill from uh, from Conquering Dystopia, a project that um, like a instrumental project that he did with Jeff Loomis. Ke- Keith Merrill is an incredible guitar. He is um, guitar a savant porn. and not an idiot savant. He He's is a guitar just pornographer. An yeah. So you need to put Keith Merrill on your uh, radar if you haven't. And it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I heard of him somewhere. Yo, he is behind a lot of some of the heaviest records out there, man. Yeah, dude. Keith Merrow is joining the band Nightmare. It's uh, kind of a death metal band that has guys from the ocean, War from a Harlot's Mouth, Geigen. And uh, it's, so it's kind of like a super group. And uh, Keith Merrow is joining that. So it's cool to hear what Keith Merrow can add to, to a death metal band. Uh, obviously, Keith is very... He's very uh, He's kind of like a, yeah, a little out there. He's sometimes. a guitar pornographer. Yeah. Uh, imagine being in a band and and Keith Merrow joining it. <laughs> That's blowing my mind. So, can you imagine being an intronaut and Alex Rudinger from Whitechapel, Good Tiger, the Faceless, joins your band? I mean, that guy's got some chops. So, uh, intronaut, they're making new moves. And in fact, uh, my roommate Tyler today was talking to me about uh, there's and I can't remember it off the top of my head. But one of the, the, the dude from Intronaut has a guitar company, and uh, he builds custom guitars, and he's done stuff. He, like, built all the guitars for a power trip. Nice. And uh, uh, he listed off a bunch of them, man. And so, he's like, a beast, huh? They're getting big, and so uh, the, the, he's a busy dude, man. That's awesome. Uh, they actually just entered the studio this week to record their new album. And, uh, yeah, so... We'll so see, man. Yeah. <laughs> Alex is in the band now, so good, good on them. That's awesome. All right, so Matt Pike recently uh, was in the news for losing a toe, but he also- But he gained a wife. He gained a wife. Woo! <laughs> uh, fair Way trade. Way cooler than a toe. Fair trade, fair trade. Uh, you know, they played Psycho Lust, but High on Fire, Matt Pike from High on Fire and Sleep and so many other bands. Uh, they played uh, Psycho Las Vegas this last weekend, and uh, he took the opportunity while they were in Vegas. Hey, man, we're in Vegas. Shotgun wedding, and so he married uh-huh. his wife, uh, Alyssa. So congratulations to them. Just got, they got married about 10 days ago, back on uh, Saturday, August 17th, right yeah. after uh, the band's performance there. So, right at the Mandalay Bay, yeah. right there at the Silver <laughs> Wedding Chapel. That's so. awesome. So good for that. Congratulations, guys. So a uh, little incident, uh, Scott Vogel, he's, he's all about inciting people to get to get uh, active, to, to activate the pit, to do stage dives. But he doesn't want negative violence. He doesn't want violence from security guards. And you can tell the difference. And if there were ever a dude who could tell the difference, it would be this dude. It'd be him. So he actually called out uh, one of the security guards at the Dallas, Texas venue at the Trees uh, venue on Saturday night, August 17th. Uh, so, yeah, he invited ba- uh, people to stage dive, but the staff member... He was he was kind of knocking this guy down from reaching well, the stage. If you see the video, so there was a barrier. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, Vogel's look, like f the barrier. He's like whatever. Come on over. So you're inviting a problem, you yes. know, because that oh, usually yeah. means that uh, whoever's behind the barrier is I either going to go. Vogel was kind of making security's job kind of a difficult, lot harder. Hard. So yeah. what happens is uh, the guy grabs this kid and forcibly slams him down to the ground. And do you want to read this quote here? And I'll, uh, we'll, we'll censor it. <laughs> Yo, you can't f***ing do that to people. Get the f*** out of here. You f***ing slam people here. Get the f*** out of here. I like how he turned super East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm Fat Tony from uh, up here in Brooklyn. Uh, the dejected guard then shook his head and, and walked, walked off. off. <laughs> 
So uh, good for you, Scott Vogel. But the thing is, you just—it's—it's—I think it has everything to do with just a little bit of self-awareness. Yeah, they, I think they should have had a meeting yeah. kind of beforehand, yeah. but. Yeah. So it goes. All right, so let's see here. Uh, let's see. Mike Schleibaum. What was that? Mike Schleibaum. Schleibaum. So if you've ever heard of the band Darkest Hour, you know Mike Schleibaum. Uh, he's going to be stepping in for Ken Susie from Unearth. And the, uh, Ken is such a badass. Ken is amazing. Buzz, They're both those guys are really, really good guitar players. So if I, I couldn't even think... Of a better like replacement or another band to pick a guitar player from. So, Darkest Hour and On Earth are going to be joining forces on the band's upcoming tour. So, uh, it's not coming here on the East Coast, but know that it's because it's on the East Coast. But know that uh, if the time ever comes, maybe you'll get a little schleibomb in your life. Speaking of getting a little schleibomb in your life, uh, <laughs> there's going to be a band featuring Mike Schleibomb. Schleibomb! Uh, alongside. Uh, Aaron Dalbeck from Bane, uh, Brian McTurnan from Battery, yeah, Pete Peter Tesaurus from Fairweather, and Shane Johnson from uh, Fairweather. So get a little schly bomb in your life might have to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> get a little schly bomb. Uh, so yeah, they're uh, the band is called Be Well, and uh, they're going to be playing their first show on September seventeenth. Should we at Milk little, Boy? A little piece of this demo right Let's here. Let's play it. Get a little schly bomb. A very interesting combo of people. Oh, these are just samples, by the way. It's not like full okay, songs. Okay, I was like, yeah. that was weird. <laughs> this is bizarre. Oh, by the way, you know Aaron from Bane is playing guitar in this band? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Aaron was a badass on guitar in Bane. He, uh... This is really cool, dude. Like, it's very, uh... He was in a band called Silent Drive. Yes! Uh, that Aaron was. Weird, yeah. Yeah, kind of I like melodic, progressive pop punk. Yeah. In a way, and so it kind of reminds me of that, but I don't know. Cool, man. It's cool to see. Obviously, you know, that's like members of Darkest Hour, so deviating a little bit from their... Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, okay, so uh, we got Code Orange back involved with the WWE All right, universe. this is my laney. Yeah. Let me through. <laughs> you know, me I'm stay in your laney. I'm going to go ahead and step aside. All right, so was, uh, Bray Wyatt, he's got this new character. He's called The Fiend. Uh, and uh, he he just he looks like a horror character. Yeah. So co- uh, Code Orange does a cover version of the theme song "Let Me In," and it's his new song. So uh, Code Orange continuing their relationship with WWE. Let's play a little bit of this. All right, let's hit it. Oh wait, here we go. I'm just gonna skip into the end. It's got a stupid little intro right here. Here we go. Yeah. You see the picture of him? Fiend? Dude, yes. Looks like he's in Slipknot. Huh? Super creepy. Does he have dreadlocks? So his character, yeah. His character is he's like a Mr. Rogers kind of character gone crazy. Sick. Yeah. Dude, and that that's on hard. WWE every week. 
That's called royalties yep. up in your bank account, bitch. <laughs> hey, that's awesome, man. That's a great intro. I I assume there's lots of pyrotechnics going on. I'm moshing. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome, man. Congratulations to all those people involved. I just like seeing, I like seeing the the homies get a little success. You know. What I mean? So. Here we go. That's when he's in the ring. Yep. Taking his belt off. You know, Ian, we got to transition here because uh, I I do know that a band that has done quite a bit of stuff with WWE in the past, they've done CM Punk intro, they've done Randy Orton, Killswitch Engage. They've done a lot yeah. of work with WWE in the past, and uh, they're actually, it's its a really cool story in the sense that their new album uh, has has Jesse Leach, the old-slash-new singer, along with uh, Howard Jones, their, their ex-vocalist, uniting on a song. It's a really cool story, and uh, there's a video for it called The Signal Fire. Honestly, and this video and the, on, this song is my favorite song that I've heard off of this, this new Killswitch album. And they're, like, smiling on it and, like, having a good oh. time. They're, like, it's, it's really, it's a, it makes me smile. It's one of the feel-good stories of this year because we talked about this on Metal Shop months ago where they, like, they didn't really know each other. You mm-hmm. know? They'd never really met each other. Uh, they were just kind of like ships passing in the night on this huge, like, project. And Killswitch is arguably, you know, you, you saw the goddamn Killswitch album at Target. You know what I'm saying? So they're big. And so what I want to do... Let's jump into this. I'm going to jump halfway into the song real quick. And this song is hard, so let's check it out. That's Howard. That's Jesse. Dude, it's good. Yes. This is a really good record, man. Makes me, makes me, warms my cockles. Whoa. My cockles are warm. The new album is called Atonement, <laughs> and like I said, it is available at Target for $8. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. You need to get a sponsorship, dude. I'll get the, you know what? I'll get the red uh, bullseye on my nose tattooed on there. You get it right on your forehead like or on my dude penis. from the Watchmen. And someone will be like, is that a herpy? I'll be like, no, it's no, a Target man. tattoo. <laughs> yeah, they paid me 10 grand for it. Is that a herpy? <laughs> <laughs> it looks the ass. It's a Target. Is that, is that it was, uh, singular it came from your mother. herpes? Herpy? Is that a herpy? <laughs> is that a herpy? No, <laughs> no it's, it's just a herpy burger. It's a perfectly symmetrical f- goddamn no, That's herpy. why I never want to eat at herpes because it reminds <laughs> me of herpes. Uh, let's keep talking. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> possible blood has been shed reunion. Uh, you know what? It's not even a possible reunion. We were talking about this. It's like we, it's like maybe we were talking about in the elevator because you know Howard Jones has got, got the gotcha question. Light the torch uh, is the band that he got into after Killswitch, and they've they've been getting more involved. Uh, pos- the blood blood has been shed is the band that he was in before Killswitch Engage. Yeah, super heavy. And uh, he was interviewed on Brutally Speaking podcast. This is like one of those like stories that's like a non-story. It is, kinda. but it you know <laughs> it gets me excited, and I know it gets Charlie Pena excited. It's gonna get your herpy excited. Wow, uh, <laughs> it gets my red bullseye. It's excited. a Target tattoo. <laughs> God damn it! 
It's not a herpy. It's a. It's I regret this decision. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, he said uh, he doesn't know if the music will ever see the light of day. New blood has been shed. He said uh, it's been a long time since that music has really been discussed, but there have been discussions, and he's just going to leave it at that. Uh, it's one of those things where. At times, this thing's been dead and buried, but then little sparks will happen here and there. So who knows? Eventually, we may get on the same page. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. So, I don't. We'll they're they're not a band that's gonna like command a bunch of like uh, crazy money, yeah. like uh, Mr. Bungle or right. you if know, they were Faith like No More. Yo, we're announcing a blood has been shed tour. Like ten people would be like, hell yeah. But the people <laughs> that would be like hell yeah would be crowd killing like and a mofo. P- Crowd killing and not spending any money on merch. So <laughs> it wouldn't make be a bunch of old you know, dudes you know that are washed. About. They're like, I got kids. A bunch of washed old dudes crowd killing. Uh cannabis corpse. Kind of crowd. Uh dude landfill. <laughs> he is a true uh, he's developing himself into a quiet icon in death metal quiet. and thrash. <laughs> no, he's not quiet when you meet him in person. Uh, dude, November 1st, just in time, and th- this is what they said, just in time for a holiday Nug stocking stuffer. Oh my god. Nug So Vile is the new oh, Cannabis yes. Corpse album, uh, obviously a, a tip of the cap to, uh, Cryptopsy. None so vile, but it's gonna be out November 1st, uh, and dude, this looks so sweet, dude. Yeah. Uh, the last time I saw Cannabis Corpse, they have, like, a, a like, a hype man, you know? Remember when we were younger and they'd always either be like the less than Jake hype guy or, or you know, yeah, like, Vail. Or uh, Vail or like King King Diamond Grandma, you know, somebody would come out on stage. They have a nug? the Nug Monster. Oh my god. <laughs> that comes I've out. I've never on seen stage. that. It's so it's rad. Incredible. So that you see this cover right. That's Cyl- what it looks like. Cylinders of Madness. You want to listen to a little bit yeah, of it? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Not spheres of madness, cylinders of madness. Have you seen this video? Somebody literally made it in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Do not smoke from the bong of good and evil. <laughs> Yo. So, you need to check out the new Cannabis Corp. So, if you like weed and you like death metal, you got a match made in hell right there. Damn straight, bro. Yep. Yup. What else we got? Exhorter, man, coming back after 27 years. They have a new album called Mourn the Southern Skies uh, that is going to be coming out September 4th. Uh, no, September 20th, sorry. And their tour is happening with Cataclysm, Chrysium, and Hatchet September 4th. Let's check out a little clip from uh, Exhorter, Hollowed Sound. All right, let me pull this up. I wasn't ready. I'm sorry. No here, problem, bro. Ready, ready for it? Yep. Yo, this artwork looks dope. Let's see what we got here. Penis. You just filling in space, <laughs> so to speak. It's a target tattoo. That's a thrash song. I heard that before somewhere. <laughs> this video is kind of tight, though. All right, I'm skipping halfway in. Hold on. It's the last thing he's 
You get the idea. Yeah. So, I got so, a song in here. Yeah. Oh wait. So there's a new there's a new X Order album. Uh, all, <laughs> and then uh, Phil and Selma's like, hmm, <laughs> new material for the next ten years. Yeah. I can rip this off for the next ten years. Speaking of uh, ripping off everything for the ever, uh, David Elveson's got a new album coming out. Uh, Are you saying that he ripped him? I didn't off, say or anything. People ripped him I off. I said, speaking of which, and I'll say that to the judge in court. Uh, you know the funny thing about not funny, but that's uh, this is pretty rad. So DMC. Daryl McDaniels from Run DMC yes. is on the new David Ellefson song. Really? That's so dope. he's got this album, uh, Sleeping Giant. So he's got uh, uh, Bumblefoot's going to be on this. He's got dude uh, from Flotsam and Jetsam on here. So here's the the David Ellefson tone. Yeah, sounds like right? Megadeth. Right? So he's, of course he's going to start it with himself. So I don't know who wrote this song. So what I'm going to do real quick is skip into the middle here where, because, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's DMC. That's dope. Move over, run DMC meets Anthrax. Yeah. So DMC, what's up? <laughs> so that's uh, worth. Uh, Wait, no, sorry. It was Public Enemy and Anthrax run DMC yeah, 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 and Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Run, my yes. bad, my bad. <sighs> but you know, to in your defense, it's been like thirty years since Damn both true. of those things happened. So new Dragon Force coming out September twenty seventh on Metal Blade. It's called Extreme Power Metal. <laughs> that, I, I, that's just the description of the band, I would oh. think. But uh, they have a new track that's called... That's the name of the new record? Yeah, it's called Extreme Power Metal. Why? <laughs> because they were like, hmm, can't do it called self-titled, so... So, but they put out, like, in, in their defense, the cool part of this for me is they put out, like, a Sega Genesis-style si- or Super Nintendo side-scroller. 16-bit side-scrolling music video. Uh, how does this start here? Dragon Force Extreme Power Metal is the ultimate video game. More accurate control, (laughs) more levels of play, more graphics, more dragon, more power, more, more, more. Dragon Force Extreme (laughs) Power Metal. The excitement never stops. Hey man, the excitement never stops. Extreme Power Metal, bro. They're like dancing at the end of this video. Sometimes I I mean, it could be worse. (laughs) I'm actually kind of excited to go see Dragon Force when they play at Corazon, so I'm down. Dragon Force at El Corazon, huh? Yep. So we got some news on the ghost inside. <laughs> yeah, they're uh, back. Th- these guys are back, man. After uh, a, 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 a van crash yes. that could have potentially ended any band, I think they the, have persevered, dude. Yeah, well, I think it's insane. One of their people did pass. Like, yeah, their their uh, their road guy did pass in that accident. So, and one of their members has uh, he lost his leg. He lost, lost his leg. His leg yeah. So they are now. Working on a new record with Will Putney, who just did the new uh, Knock Loose record. They're they're working on album number five. Cool. Uh, they're uh, going to be out on uh, Epitaph Records, and it, they're 
They're in the studio with Fit for an Autopsy's Will Putney's and uh, Data Remembers Jeremy McKinnon. Right. And uh, yeah, so. Oh, so it's going to sound huge. It's going to sound huge, man. And I'm stoked for them. They said that they will be playing more shows in 2020. So it's good for them. You know, I'm not like a humongous Ghost Inside band, Ghost Inside fan, but because of their perseverance, it's made me pay a bit more attention to that band. Right. And to just like, you can't hate on that, man. It's just a feel good story, dude. And, and, it's just, and just to witness it's their really, progress. Yeah. yeah. And to just like rise from like, they're like a phoenix rising from the ashes, man. As well, it's, corny as it sounds, it's seriously like It's kind of like an everyman story, too, like uh, an everyman, like, worst nightmare possible scenario because anybody who, even local bands, like, you know, even if you're not doing a full U.S. tour, you drive down to Portland every once in yeah. a while. You go over to Spokane and you make those five, six-hour drives and anything could happen at any point in any one of those uh, moments. So it's good to see them come back and, and make moves. So speaking of uh, dudes who have been coming back and have... Uh, uh, what would you say? Re- not recreated themselves, but uh, just didn't quit. We're talking about Jesper Stromblad. If you've ever listened to the band In Jesper Flames. Jesper Stromblad. Oh, he was in the resistance for a while. In Flames. He got booted from every band he's hey, been in. Hey, he resigned <laughs> forcefully. Okay? But here's the good news. So Jesper's new band, Syra, uh, with uh, Jake from Amaranth. Uh, a couple of the dudes from Rhapsody, Camelot, Shining. They got a new band because it's called Syrah. And they just got signed to Nuclear Blast Records. So good for them. Which means that this new record's probably going to be pretty good. So hopefully sometime before the end of the year we'll be able to get that for you. Or at least the first uh, the single off of that. So uh, if you're a fan of Jesper and In Flames and all that stuff, uh, be on the lookout. So uh, this is a very strange story. Uh, the Hasbro toy company that makes, you know, everything from uh, Polly Pockets to freaking uh, My Little Pony to G.I. Joe Turtles, and yeah. Mr. Potato Head, Twister, the Power Rangers, Monopoly, Nerf, Yo, Transformers. They, they're, 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 uh, they're making moves, man. They moved up. In the they world. purchased E1 Entertainment, which owns... Death Row Records and so many different uh, catalogs. So now and a lot of bands that we play on this radio, yeah, show. like Hatebreed, Black High Label Society, yeah. High on Fire. So now you could have a Hatebreed My Little Pony mashup. Warren and, G. Yes. So there's <laughs> stuff by Wu Tang Clan, DJ Khaled, Fat Joe, Juvenile, Warren G. That's insane. Yeah. So uh, crowbar, congratulations! Are you serious? Crowbar, <laughs> GI right. Joe. Uh, we get. We need to get a sure Kirk, motor, Motorheads on there. I think a Kirk Winstein GI Joe figure. Uh, oh f- yeah! Let's uh, let's get that. Let's get that mixed <laughs> up. Who's got that? all right? Who's got the hookup? Tweet him. Uh, let's see here. What else is coming up here? Oh, so Death Clock. You know, Death Clock has been making uh, a couple of moves. We talked about there's stirs yeah. in the crypts. The stirs. So what? Uh, Death Clock was going to play their first show, and I haven't even read through this article. So help me help you. But they're uh, they were going to play one of their first shows in like four or five years after like uh, the, the Death Clock. You know, Metalocalypse beef with Adult Swim because uh, allegedly, and we'd been honestly bitching and kind of whining about this for years that Adult Swim wouldn't uh, allow Brendan to release, be released, so they just kind of, like, canned the entire show. So that's why he started Galacticon. You know, he put out those couple albums with that instead of, you know, through the Death Clock name. And so, uh, you know, there have been uh, 
some moves. So fall, fall, Kevin, help me out, man. I'm reading Follow along, dude. Yeah. They got a ba- they got D- Gene Hoagland was uh, interviewed on the Ever Black podcast, and uh, he said that uh, they have a show booked up in November in Los Angeles, and it's a comedy festival or music festival. And uh, he said he knows Brennan's a busy guy on his own. He would love to continue on with Death Clock, but he doesn't have time for it. Everybody loves Death Clock. We love Death Clock. I know Brennan loves Death Clock. Death Clock. Uh, well, uh, so basically, we don't. <laughs> we're reporting on a non-news story with hopes that hopefully this will turn into something more because they do have that show booked in November. And he said, uh, as, as Kevin was mentioned, Gene continuing on. You never know about the future. I wish I knew more about it, but I have a real uh, positive feeling about some things, and that's the most I can say about it. Which is usually like the fact that like that's the most I can say right now means that there's something else that they're working on. You know what I mean? Yes. Hopefully. So there's a new band of uh, Japanese schoolgirls with meets a Cybertronic like guitarist. And no, it is not baby metal. It is Iron Bunny. (laughs) So they are now the the, uh, second of this kind of genre. And uh, I don't know, man. It says it right here in the article. If, If I were a member of baby metal, I'm not sure if I'd be flattered or insulted. So I don't know, man. It's their rival. If I were a band of any metal genre, would I be flattered or insulted? Yeah. I don't know, man. It's Iron Bunny. A, it's a gimmick, dude. I don't know. Well, you know. Uh, pff, whatever. We, I, you want to... Baby Metal Iron Bunny. You want to play this? The ultimate. Yeah, let's play it. I want to hear some Iron Bunny. <laughs> the guitar player is a robot. Look, so uh, you've been to Japan. Yeah, he likes. You realize like how huge like heavy music is a you know a big part of the world there, and and uh, And so are robots. (laughs) Yeah, and so my girlfriend lately has gotten into uh, super into anime. She's a weeb. She dove. Well, she's Persian, so (laughs) she's kind (laughs) of a weeaboo. She 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 uh. I guess relates to that, but she's dove head first into it. So I've like been checking out a few, like almost all of the like anime, like intros are like super epic. Yeah. Heavy. Yeah. Like guitar driven. Like I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It, may, it makes sense. It totally makes New sense. New Japan Pro Wrestling uses Nightwish as their intro song. <laughs> right. So it's similar. To, it's like anthemic, uh, operatic metal. So it's kind of like you remember the, uh, what was that? What was that? Uh, that Castlevania. The Castlevania, well, Castlevania, dude. Castlevania I mean, like, had that kind of music. I mean, we, we could even talk about the intro to the X Men, you know, yeah. or like, or even Pokemon. You know It was shredding stuff. Yeah, so it's hard. So it makes all the sense in the world. You're gonna get this Marilyn Manson Funko. Pop? See, that's the thing is, I'm kind of a, a hoarder when it comes. To, I'm a, well, I wouldn't say I'm a hoarder. I'm a collector. Oh, so I, I so once you reach a I'm certain an, age, I'm you an become, archivist. You become a collector. I'm an archivist, Ian. Yeah, so right. I collect Funko Pops, and I might have to get this Marilyn Manson. It's uh, really spooky. <laughs> like if I was a little co- kid, it's it's him and his straight up Antichrist superstar. He's got like oh, the halter. It's he's, super creepy. He's got the stockings. Like this is him on the. Antichrist Superstar Tour with the helmet, like it's scary. And I, if I was a little kid and I saw this, I'd be like, "Mommy, 
what's going on? But I'm going to buy it. Um, how many Funko Pops do you think you have? Well, I have. Pro- I probably have 50 WWE ones. No. <laughs> okay. And All then right. other than that, probably about 20 or so. Because the only other person I could think that would be able to compete with you is, is Pete. He's got a massive collection. Well, he's got a shop. He's the tattoo shop. Yeah. So it's not like in his house. So it's at That's his true. Shop. So he's got a huge wall. Tattoo artists have like such a, a, a reason to be like collectors because they just have all these, they, they have to like collect art. And so they just have their right. walls full of cool stuff. And not only that, but like people will bring them to them. Exactly. You know, they'll just be like, yo, hey, here's part of your tip. Yeah, I, I bought him a Kelly uh, Kapowski. Funko Pop? Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yo, because he's like super obsessed with Kelly Kapowski. Boner he, City. He just uh, finished his new uh, battle vest. His, oh, you know, yeah. And on the back is Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> like full Kelly Kapowski. Wow. It's pretty tight, man. All right, dude. I got to go through this list. We kind of teased it. And uh, I'm going to go down the top 10. Uh, the Kerrang! Magazine and Kerrang.com, they, they featured the 50 best American hardcore bands right now. And uh, we're going to go through the top 10, okay? Yep. So Year of the Knife is number 10. We played them last week on Metal Shop. Uh, Candy is number 9. They're coming through town with Knock Loose. All right. Number 8 is Gouge Away. Number 7 is End. Uh, number 6 is Angel Dust. Okay. You know, honestly, their new record, band, really? their new record sounds like the Lemonheads. It That's is what like I mean. it is it, it is like power pop. Yeah. It they are they started as a hardcore-ish punk band. I mean, but they are power pop now. So I don't know, man. It's t- it's, there's a huge difference between Angel Dust and it's T-U-I. like grunge light. Yeah. Uh, number five is Code Orange. Number four is Jesus Peace. Wow. Very heavy. All right. Number three is Vain. Number two is Turnstile, and number one is Knocked Loose. Uh, all of all ten of those bands we've played, I think, we've we never play played Angel Dust. Dust. <laughs> I was going to say. Well, they would not fit That's well. kind of a stretch. It's like Evan Dando does not fit well in Metal Shop. So. But, <laughs> but hey, It's man, like Gin Blossoms, We got dude. a little bit of cred. It's still. closer to Gin Blossoms than it is to Metal dude, or I hardcore. was listening to uh, Punk Ghost Pop. <laughs> <laughs> listening to Hit the Lights cover. That's what I listen to. Yeah. I listen to like Ride the Lightning, Dio, and Hit the Lights covering Gin Blossoms in my free time. Gin Blossoms. Just, I think they're coming to town. Or they, they just are. came to town. Oh, did they already play? Are they playing tonight? Dude, are they playing tonight? You're going. I'm, I'm serious. I'm on the look right now. Because they're playing right. I think they were playing at the Croc or something. No, like Neptune, bro. Oh, that's all right. That's that found means, it, that out means about it's pricey. You. I found out about you. No, dude, that's uh, and your herpes. It's a f-ing target tattoo, man. <laughs> <laughs> right on the head of my penis. It's awkward. It's three D. <laughs> Why is it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Why is it quivering? Because I get a ten percent discount. Not nah, from your herpes. It's coming up uh, like in a couple of days. Yeah, dude. You heard about all the metal shows coming to town? Now we got Gin Blossoms. <laughs> Are Spin Doctors coming back? I'm seriously. How about Counting Crows? Two princes. You know who is WhitePeopleDancing.com. Uh, I remember when I was listening to the BJ Shea Morning Experience. Yeah. And uh, when I was like just fresh out of high school, and I remember Man, Steve. Steve Miggs talking about the best snare sound ever. 
Oh yeah, two princes. You know the beginning. Yeah, it does. You know, I'm pulling that up. I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up right now. Princes, prince, give it, baby. Now go ahead now. You know what I'm talking about. Seriously, this snare intro. Tell me that this isn't the best. We gotta sample this for a death metal song. All right, hit me. Replay that. All right, let's go again. That, again. that beginning snare. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Funky. Yeah. I can picture myself drinking a mojito on a boat. I've heard some uh, some grindcore bands that have some snares that sound like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. All right. Well, as we mentioned, it's time to calm things down a little bit and enter metal shops. Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio Lounge. <laughs> Where we really explain to you what the hell are they really saying. Tonight, Kevin is uh, taking us out to the salty, uh, salty, briny ocean. From 2017, here's uh, a band we never really used for this segment called Ailstorm. Ooh. Here is a passage of with an anchor. Kevin, take it away. Brutal Poetry Too Hot for Radio. You, you're a f***ing wanker. We're going to punch you right in the balls. you with a f***ing anchor. You're all so f*** you all. F*** you, you f***ing wanker. We're going to punch you right in the balls. F*** you with a f***ing anchor. You're all so go f*** all you. For 30 odd years I have lived with this curse. My vocabulary was stunted at birth by a witch doctor from over the seas. <laughs> Casting his strange voodoo magic on me. I'm sneezing. Now when I speak, it's rather absurd. An endless tirade of four-letter words. I lash out in anger at all in my way. Shocking, unspeakable things that I say. You! You're a f***ing wanker! We're gonna punch you right in the balls! F*** you! With a f***ing anchor! You're all So f*** you all! F*** you! Long, I have waited to have my revenge, to bring the witch doctor to his bitter end. So I have gathered a ship and a crew. We're sailing to find him. We know what to do. On a dark, moonless night, when he least sus suspects... We'll creep up behind him, so hard to detect. We'll bring out our anchor by the light of the stars and shove it inside of his big f***ing arse! <laughs> you! You're a f***ing wanker! We're gonna punch you right in the balls! you! With the f***ing anchor! You're all f***ed! So f*** you all! Wow. Uh, you know what? Uh, what did I say that? Curse like a sailor, man. That was pretty heinous, too. <laughs> hey, we appreciate you guys uh, for no reason at all. Thanks for uh, joining us. This episode is officially called Get Schleimbombed. Get Schleimbombed. Yeah, we'll see you guys again next week. Maybe Ryan will be around. Maybe none of us will even be alive. Maybe a comet will hit the planet. And You're we'll a f***ing wanker! <laughs> Yo, it's been real. Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Peace. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.